Knicks family, welcome back to the Garden Knicks podcast. I'm your host, Apollo Reed. I'm here with the cousin, Rick the Ruler. How you feeling, family? Feeling all right, man. Not not too bad. That's good. That's good. That's good. Um, so we are here because the Knicks have lost to the Cavs. Uh 95 to 93. Pardon me as I get a little shorter here. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't I don't know. I don't know what to say about that game. Um, unfortunately, we didn't pull out the victory. It would have been nice to come on here and talk about a back-to-back victory. But, right. you know, um, you know, we got what we got. So let's let's kick it off. Uh, shout out to the chat if you're here. Hit the like. Subscribe. We got more content coming towards you. Um, Jose, Jose Garcia. How's <laughs> it uh jose garcia says uh obi got hot and they still didn't post him up i mean listen man you can't be mad at what obi did tonight um in the minutes that he got he had very effective he was productive uh he had very productive minutes um that that's what i can say about obi tonight i really had no complaints besides for that one silly turnover when we were on a roll and he tried to make the full court pass to Grimes on the right side. And it was like the most telegraph pass. You <laughs> but it is what it is. He's this is why we want him out here to get those ring to get that that get those kinks out. You know what I mean? That's the yeah. rhythm that I'm talking about whenever I say Obi needs to play. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so let's see what we got here. Um so let's start with RJ Barrett, because he's he's at the top um he finished nine for 16. it sounds a lot better than it looked um that nine for 16 he sounds good like two of those i ain't gonna lie i was like all right rj yeah yeah a little lucky there but um you know um nine for 16 from the field 56.3 percent from the field um one for four from three and five for ten from the free throw line and i think that right there um kind of like spells how how this game went um without really getting into any other numbers but uh uh five rebounds four assists two steals uh one turnover and 24 points and he's starting to put a lot of these games together now um i think those that back-to-back game where he had what was it 13 turnovers was seven in, in, in one and six in the other um I think after that, he kind of like, you know, let me – if I'm going to have the ball in my hands, I'm going to be productive and I'm going right. to try to score. You know what I'm saying? Instead of, you know, trying to be the playmaker yeah. and you 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 come out the game with seven turnovers. Um, so, you know, he kind of learned his lesson. I think even last night he only had one turnover or, or, or two, I, I believe. Either way, he's been putting together these games where he's our best player on the floor. Yeah. Um, and it's not even like – an argument at this point <laughs> you know it's it's kind of odd you know you, we didn't really expect to see this happen this fast um we would yeah i mean we sure hoped it happened faster but you know it, it's it's actually happening and the reason why it's catching a lot of us by surprise is because we kind of felt like ah well i guess rj isn't what we thought he was going to be but that's okay we love rj you know what i mean but it's actually turning into weight this kid's exactly. really, really good. Yeah, yeah this, is, this kid's really good. He could possibly be your second best player on a championship team at this point. Like, trajectory. 
he could end up being the first best player, but that's dependent on the work he puts in. No one's going to give him that. That's what he got. He has to earn that. Um, but yeah, great game outside of the free throws. I don't see what you can really get mad at RJ for. Yeah, I agree. I feel like the 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 turnovers were I mean the turnovers the the free throws were the biggest um hitch in his game otherwise he he played well um right. he he like you you alluded to the the turnovers he not bad like his his court vision is a lot better his passing's a lot better his right. shot selection I mean sometimes you're just like why why but then he's he's knocking them down so it's kind of right. just like all right maybe he sees something that we don't see so mm-hmm. uh kudos to rj for having a a good game and they i don't know if you saw post game um after the the clippers game but they were calling him star j barry so oh yeah no star j barrett sorry well star j it's funny how how much the media like hijacks shit <laughs> like they've been calling RJ Star J Barrett for like a year and a half now on Twitter. So it's like mm-hmm. now the media catches up to it. They're like, all right, now yeah. we can we can go with him now. He's playing like it now. He's actually so now he's playing smart. like it. So I yeah. guess he's earned the nickname Star J. And it, it kind of fits. But you know, um he's got a long way to go. Um you just want Indeed. him to continue to uh progress. Um you're putting the ball in his hands and he's showing you that it's worth it. You know, yeah. and that's as a coach, as a, a front office. There's nothing better than for one of your investments to really pan out. You know what I'm saying? Um, especially a high draft pick. Like, it doesn't always work out. Like, if you really look at the first, second, and the top three picks in each draft, yeah. uh, we can go back. The past 10 years, I guarantee you maybe four of those guys are actually still as good as they're supposed to be. Right. You know what I mean? Four. <laughs> and that's like Carl Anthony Towns, Jason Tatum, uh Ja, I can't even put Zion anymore because of his injuries. But you know what I mean. Like, there's a few guys in in that um, that range that actually hit. You know what I mean. And um, you know, it's good to see RJ actually uh, doing his thing there. Did, uh, did Tyler Hero go first round? I believe Tyler Hero was second round. Second round. Uh, okay. He could have been late first round, but I believe he was second round. Let me let's uh let me check that. Real I know quick. he's playing up to it. But um while you look that up, um yeah. uh-huh. they uh they asked RJ um uh, Star J what he felt and uh, about you know his his recent play. Uh-huh. And he said, you know, I feel like I really haven't earned anything yet. Yeah, you know, I, I want more. Uh, I'm gonna keep trying to get more. And I you know, it sounds like the the obvious answer or whatever but i i believe that that's what he actually um believes and so i'm, I'm looking forward to what he's going to bring in the future right right yeah I, and and i i agree i think i think what, what was the question oh no they they asked him do you think you can carry a team mm. or carry this team and he was like i haven't earned anything yet and the thing about rj is we're starting to see that rj is a chemistry guy he's not going to say something that's going to make one of his teammates look bad. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he's not going to put himself above any of his teammates. He's just not that kind of guy. Right. Um, and it was funny because there was even a quote that he said, which could have been taken out of context, um, when asked about, um, what was it? They asked him about 
the uh oh the jersey sales being number 14 mm. in, Jer- in jersey sales yeah and he said along the line i don't not verbatim of course because i'm gonna chop it up but he said that ah, damn what did he say crap i'm gonna <laughs> blank i'm gonna blank um I know they but asked him at the end. I know um, Harlow asked him at the end of the game, and he was just like, "Yo, I, I, I love, I love the fans, or whatever, something similar to that." Like- and he said, he said basically, "Oh, he said, um, when you put in the work in this city, the fans, and I, like I said, not verbatim. Basically, right. he's just saying when you put in the work in this city, the fans, they really show you the love if you really earn it, basically, and." A lot of people were like, "There, this has to be a shot at Julius Randle." And I'm like, "Guys, come on, you gotta relax. Wow. You gotta relax. You gotta relax." They're trying, man. You really gotta relax. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and don't get me wrong, I'm always looking for chemistry issues. I'm always looking like, "All right, does this guy feel some kind of way?" Because I'm gonna be honest with you, and I'm not the only person that's noticed this. <laughs> I feel as though quickly kind of feel some kind of way about Grimes. And it's weird because there's been times where I've seen him look him off and then just went into his little dribble, 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 and then turn over or toss it up and nothing really comes out of it. I and then I'm like, that now. see, and, but that's what I mean. I didn't want it to be something. I ignored it for like two weeks because I saw I'm like, maybe he's just, he's just looking for the better shot. Maybe Grimes is just being eager and he really doesn't need the ball at that moment. You know what I mean? I was, thinking I was looking at it the wrong way. And then somebody else said it today. I said, damn, I was hoping that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I hope I was hoping I was the only one that thought about that. But um, yeah, I I think there's there's some amount in let's just be real. There's some amount of threat there when it comes to what he can bring at either the backup or as a starter. He he um he is the 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 IQ of this season because he's the IQ, IQ came in he was the yeah. young rookie that came in and right. was lighting people Getting up the love. Line. Yeah. yeah and now he hasn't been playing to that level that he used to and now yeah. Grimes is coming in and he's doing and he's wowing the crowd the same way that IQ was so maybe there's a little um jealousy yeah. there but i i haven't noticed anything so now i'm going to be looking for it of course well i mean if you if you hear the coach like every time they, like even tonight when the coach was talking about everybody he just mentioned grimes he's like and grimes he's just and i'm just like yo relax you gotta relax but these people listen to this <laughs> shit. like you know what i mean um it's it's kind of it's kind of crazy because you know you can tell he really likes grimes he does. Um, tonight for an extended period of time they did not bring out uh, Kemba Walker and Evan Fournier. Yeah, they, I think it was the entire fourth. The quarter, entire fourth quarter, they, they kept Manuel quickly and Grimes in there with the starters, and looked pretty damn good. Like yeah. I can't even, I can't even lie to you. Besides for the fact that quickly was one for ten from the field, we can get into that. And the only shot he made was a three pointer. A lot of his other shots were very questionable, as, as you can see yeah. by his. Uh, percentage he was he ten, shot 10 percent from the field yeah which doesn't even sound like an nba number um he was one for ten from the field one for six from three um zero from zero from the free throw line which it just tells you it there uh six assists a lot of nice ones in there yeah. um guys because a guy can get assists does not mean he has to be a point guard like i i think 
IQ can be an off-ball point guard. Yes, I think he can be an off-ball point guard. But a point guard in, like, you're going to let him run your offense? I do not want Emmanuel quickly right now, from what he showed me right now, running my offense. Um, I would like for him to be on the floor as a starter. Don't get me wrong. Um, but just running my offense, I think quickly is the kind of – he's the perfect kind of guard that you would have with your point forward. You got um, R.J. Barrett, who you can run your offense through and you kind of can run quickly off ball and he can catch and shoot in certain situations when when R.J. draws the defense in. I just think quickly is the perfect kind of guard for R.J. You know what I mean? When you look at what Kemba brings to the game, there was a certain part of the game where I think in the first half, Kemba might have had seven shots, Evan had six, and RJ had five. And then RJ only had seven points at the half. You know what I mean? And it's just like those guys do not need to be taking more shots than RJ back at any point of the game. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just that's just my opinion, especially when it's mostly off the dribble shots you're getting from Kemba and Evan a lot of times. Well, not Evan's a lot of a lot of Evan's shots was was catch and shoot. Yeah. Um, but I just I just believe that quickly is a better fit next to RJ than, than Kemba. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think when whenever Kemba plays, it's obvious that there's kind of a stagnant kind of offense because it's like, what do you do with RJ there? Because you gotta play the ball through Kemba when he's on the floor. You have to. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Well, how, how do you feel about that? Um I, I I agree. I, I don't think quickly can uh, run the offense. Um, I I feel like when he's on, he's on. But when he's off, it just looks really, really bad. Looks bad yeah. uh, and the offense uh, looks bad as a result of it. Uh, he does a lot of dribbling when he can't make a decision. Uh, and a lot of these plays, are, you know, you got to be quick and decisive mm-hmm. or else, you, you know, you miss the opportunity and then you end up doing what he does, dribbles into to defense, dribbles out, shot clock running down, then you have to take a really bad shot, and, bad shot yeah. and and that's your entire possession. So, um, But like I said, when he's good, he's good. He makes great passes. Um, yeah. he, he, it seems like he finds the, the, the open man, mm-hmm. but when he doesn't, it, it looks really bad. So, I mean, really they got to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, – Quickly is, and by the way, the Tyler Hero, we never went back to it. He was drafted number 13 in the first round of 2019, which I think was the same same year that Kevin Knox. Damn. Anyway. um, (laughs) So. He got some minutes over there in Atlanta, though. Bro, it's just this, yo, that. These pictures look worse and worse as the years go along. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Frank's pick was, like, you know me. I was a big Frank fan. Pause. Yeah. But it's, he was just. Not what they expected. No, it just wasn't anything. anything. Um, you know, it's, it's tough, but whatever. Um, him, Knox, and, and you just look at the guys that were drafted after them. Like we could have, I think we couldn't. Could we have had Miles Bridges? No, I think Miles and Macau both went right before. No, I think we could have had Miles Bridges. Jesus, men or Tyler Harrow, whatever. Like, but you know, you can't see the future, right? Um, it's just you have to learn how to 
judge talent and scout a little bit better, especially when it comes to it's not just talent. You, you got to know how to find a player with motors. You know what I mean? A lot. Not every player has a motor that you can just um, work through. I am worried about Cam Reddish's motor. I think he has a lot of talent. I think, but I also think he has a lot of the same. I think he has way more talent than Knox, but he has a lot of the same issues when it comes to just like his motor sometimes. You know, um, I hope hopefully, hopefully that that pick pans out, that trade pans out. Um, but yeah, let's check the chat. What's going on here? What's got my boy Leak? What's good, Leak? My boy's in here. Izzy, what's good, bro? What's good? He said we protesting Facebook. Listen. they're not watching but this is for facebook because every single time i go to go live from here from Streamyard, facebook is the only streaming platform social social media platform that has an issue with what i'm doing every single time so facebook just and they won't tell you why though and they won't tell me that's the big thing like i mean apparently i can't go live from my guard up nicks account for 25 days which is down to 25 from 30 obviously but the reason and they said apparently they didn't tell me when it happened they didn't tell me why one day i was just randomly looking on my facebook and it popped up like restrictions and i'm like oh maybe this is how i can find out what i did so they're showing me like removed or disabled posts from my original page and but they're not telling me what it was so i'm like all right how is this helping me if you're not going to tell me what I did, how, how am I going to not do it again? Right. You know what I'm saying? So I did, I debate, I disputed it, nothing, but I'm just banned. So I'm like, I'm just probably not going to go live on Facebook. I will gladly just post this, this link. You guys can come here and watch it from here, but I'm not going to continue to let Facebook just interrupt with all of that because it's a headache at the same time because I'm trying to go live and then I got to figure out why it won't let me go live. And it's just, just bad timing. But anyway, um, thumbs up Facebook. Hopefully you get your shit together. <clears throat> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, Lonnie's in the building. What's going on, bro? Uh, he says bridges would have been a good pickup. Um, yeah, man. I mean, you see what he's doing this year. He's, he's, he's pretty much, and you saw what he did to us this year. He's, he's balling. The guys, is, he's been on the tear of, as of recent. And, you know, Knox is coming off the bench in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So let's get back to some of these numbers here. Um, Julius Randle. <sighs> By far the most frustrating player. On <laughs> um, <sighs> do, do a sandwich. Um, start off with something positive, okay. And, you know, okay. pack all the okay. negativity and end with something positive, okay. Okay, this will be fun. Um, I mean, this is gonna be more like a Big Mac, it's gonna be <laughs> 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 this is a double quarter pounder, right? Here. <laughs> um, so all right, positive Julius was active, he, he was mentally there today, which is. If nine times out of ten, if Julius is there, he's going to be able to bring you something positive offensively. Um, <clears throat> can't say what he's going to bring you defensively because it's still hit or miss this year. Last year, he was one of the best um, one-on-one defenders. This year, his team defense is just atrocious. It's to, you know, I, and I know they're two different things, but still, it's, it's 
it's like night and day, like uh, with his effort. Um, but back to a positive, like I said, Big Mac. Um, he looked to he he's still the best. I'm not gonna say passer. Um, he's still the best creator on this team when it comes to other players. Um, now is his decision making better than other players? No, no. Um, I think his awareness at times, at most times, is a step slow. He's always like a step slow. He's always a few millimeters, like a few milliseconds, like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it never clicks as soon as it's supposed to click. Um, but anyway, 18 points, four turnovers, four That's assists. average, though. I, I feel That's like his... he gets four, four turnovers every game. Yeah, yeah, like seven last night. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's just, it gets frustrating. It gets, it's just very frustrating. You want to like the guy. Like, the reason why we're so mad as fans is because we, like, actually like you, Julius. You know what I'm saying? Like, and for you to be night and day from last year, when it comes to your effort that you're bringing every single night, you're just, your emotions. Like, you can't keep your emotions in check. Like, I don't, I'm really questioning if something happened over the year, like over the summer, like or something, like, because it's damn near a completely different person. Yeah. Um, But anyway, um, seven rebounds, uh, two for seven from three, four for six from the free throw line. Um, He missed some crucial uh, free throws um, at a bad time, too. Yeah. I think the timing of his were. I think he was four for six. You can't really be too mad. I mean, you wish he would make at least one of those. He could come out five for six. But just the timing that he missed the two that he missed at that time of the game was just bad. Six for 17 from the field. Um, uh, and negative 22 plus minus. I, 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 I don't know how to defend that anymore. You know what I mean? It's effort a lot of times. If... If the entire starting lineup was just like all in like deep negatives, it would be a lot more like, all right, yeah, you guys just look bad out there together. But you know, Evan Fournier negative 14, Kemba negative 11, but they only played 19, 20 minutes. You know what I'm saying? They didn't play in the entire fourth quarter, right? Um, Nerlens with a negative one now, RJ with a negative 11. He, for like I said in the beginning, for most of the game, in the beginning of the game, he did not look good. He just didn't look good. Um, his passes look good, yeah, but he didn't look good. Um, so that's how he gets that negative eleven there. But Julius sometimes he's just very, very frustrating to watch. And I just, I really, I just want him to get out of the funk. I can't say trade him because they're probably not going to trade him. Um, I don't know what the hell to do with him. But uh, <laughs> what you got? What you got with Julius? All right. Uh... Positive things that I can say about him is that he's a very physical player. I I, I like his uh, his aggressiveness. Um, I, I like how when he forgets about the refs, he plays his game and he uh, he gets away with buckets. Forgot about the rest of tonight, Jesus Lord. <laughs> um, I, I feel like this game and I think the last game too wasn't as bad as the previous games as far as his complaining, mm-hmm. uh, but. I still think that he gets uh, he loses focus when he when he's thinking about the call that he feels like he should have gotten yep. but didn't. 
And, yeah. I, and I think that is still a detriment to the team. Yeah. Um, yeah. Positive is when he's determined, he will get to the basket and he will score. At will. At will. And there's nothing that's going to stop him. There's no right. player that's too big. There's no player that's whatever. He He's going to get to the hole. He's going to score. Mm-hmm. Um, it may look ugly, but he's going to score. And, and I think that is why the coach will and, and management will keep him on the team. I don't think they're going to trade him because like when they need for him to, to turn it on and he's he has that anger or whatever, he's going to score. And right. um or he's going to get the ball to someone who is going to score. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I agree with you said in the, in the opening um, portion of the show where he can create, he'll, he'll find teammates. He'll, you know, he's going to hit the open shooter in the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, those are the things that uh, a team needs. And right. um, when, and when <clears throat> no one is hot, he'll, he'll get the bucket. So he'll get the bucket. Yeah. There was even though RJ out scored him uh, today um, and the previous game he's still up there like as as the, the second highest scorer if he if he's not the the number one scorer so yeah the, the past <clears throat> i don't i don't remember the last game rj scored under 20 it might have been like six games ago at this point because he's just mm. been on fire yeah. um julius at the at some point tonight he was like i think he had like 11 points and rj had like five or seven and then rj just went past him and yeah. you know it's it's starting to be clear. Like I don't want it to be a RJ versus Julius thing. Please don't. Because RJ. yeah, and I because feel like that's what the fans are going to start. That's doing. what the fan. No, that's what the fans have started to do. Uh, they've bad. already started. It's already. They've already started it. Um, and it's it's like, how many guys do you need to win a championship? One. Like what are you like? What are you doing? Yeah. Um, you're going to need more than one guy to win a championship. Um, but. My issue with that is, is Julius the guy that can play a number two behind a number one, especially if that number one used to be the number two? That is what I'm wondering. Hmm. Um, how well I could just hmm. follow in the in the lead of someone who was my follower. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. how can I really do that? And I mean, as just a human being, not Julius Randle. Like, as a man. As a man, like you, hmm. alpha, and he's not, he's clearly an alpha dog. Yeah. So these things matter. These things matter. Um, <clears throat> back to the chat real quick. Uh, Lonnie says it's really hard to have a New York motor, and I mean that's 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 factual, man. It's very it's very true. We're even questioning Julius here in New York because of how he's been handling the media and and the fans. And it's like, dude, you came here. You should have known what you were getting yourself into. Um, it's New York. Um, <laughs> and Lonnie says, or Facebook stupid whack for that. Tell him go sit down somewhere with Dre voice. <laughs> I can literally hear it in Andre. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Shout out to Dre, by the way. Shout um, out to Dre. He works during the week. I mean, during during the week at night. So, And we didn't record yesterday. You probably would have been here today. <clears throat> I mean, been there yesterday if, he, if we recorded because it was a weekend. But. It didn't work out like that, and um, he'll be back soon. He'll be back. You guys don't worry about Dre. Trust me. He loves you guys. He talks about you guys all the time. Um, Jelani says, does the GUK podcast feel like we're getting close to the time to pack him up and ship him off, or is there still hope upon the horizon for Randall? That's a loaded question. Go ahead, Rick. Yeah, I'll answer first, because I feel like your answer is going to be better than mine. Um <laughs> 
I, I don't I don't feel that we're, we're nearing that. But then again, you never know what's going to happen when it comes trade time. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't know what offers are going to be given. You don't know what players we're going to get that may be um, complimentary to him. Mm-hmm. So it, it's tough to say. I, I still think that he's the star of this team, um, mm-hmm. even though RJ is on the rise right now and he's playing yeah. really well these last couple of games. Mm-hmm. I, I still think he's the star of the team. So I, I don't think we're getting close to the time to pack him up. I, I, I still feel like he's on that seesaw where some games he's up, some games he's down, and we never really know what we're going to get from him. But I, I don't think we're ready to pack him up just yet. I think there's a lot to this situation that you got to consider when it comes to trading Julius Randle. Um, I think if you trade Julius Randle right now, you'll lose the locker room. Um, mm. and, and as much as we don't like to see it, 99% of the time when he's doing the shit that he's doing. Um, he is the guy that these guys look towards to be their leader. Every yes. Um, no matter whether we like it or not, they built relationships over the past two to three years that they listen, he can be whoever the hell he wants to be and they're going to ride with him. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's just that simple. So, Trading Julius Randle right now, right after, literally like five months after you give him an extension, is the most toxic thing you can do mm-hmm. as a Knicks front office. Yeah. So I think as Knicks fans, we really got to calm the hell down and just be patient. I agree. Wait it out. Um, it's going to be a tough year. Nothing we do at the deadline is going to make us a deep playoff team. Nothing, guys. I don't care. There's nothing we have. That can get us anything that'll make us a deep playoff team. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's just relax. And I'm not talking to you, Jelani. I'm talking to the to the fan base. Cause who, if you've been on Twitter the past week and a half, um, <laughs> it's it's it gets crazy. Um, but do I think that we should just follow Julius Randle's lead? No, he's gonna have to. He's going to have to make. I don't know. He's going to have to fit back in the way he's supposed to. Um, and you got to adjust. Um, when there's growing pieces, you don't sit in the same spot. You got to move over a little bit. And I think that's that's just the point uh, that that they're really going to have to deal with. You bring in a guy like Kemba. You bring in a guy like Evan, guys that both need the ball to be productive, who have earned the right to be productive with the ball in their hands in this league. Um, no one expected RJ to make this kind of leap or to be ready to make this kind of leap this soon. If anybody saw it, they were like, maybe in year three, maybe year four, but like not early year three. Like you're already like, all right, well, the ball needs to be in Julius Randle's hands or we're not. I mean, RJ's hands or we're not going to be productive. Like we're at that point now where if RJ doesn't get the ball, somebody's blowing some shit up. <laughs> all, all I keep hearing in the back of my head is State saying he's two years away from being two years away. That's all I keep hearing in the back of my head. <laughs> yeah, he shout out Smart J, though. <laughs> shout out State, man. Shout out State. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's the guy needs to have the ball in his hands to be productive. Um, I think you have to ride with Julius Randle until at least the next trade deadline. I, I wouldn't say at least, at least this summer. You don't move him this year in the middle of the season. Like I said, nothing we do is going to help our situation. You you keep him where he's at for now. Let him finish out the season. If 
talk to him at the end of the season. Would you like to be traded? Mm. If not, okay, cool. Well, here's the plan. Right. This is going to be looking more like RJ's team a little bit. And your team. We're not going to forget about you, Julius. But if you're down for that, we can make this work. And it's that simple. And if he's like, yeah, I'm with it, then now at that point, you can't come in to the season with any quarrels towards anyone because you know what the front office wanted from you and what they wanted from RJ and what they wanted from whoever else is on the roster at that point. Um, but I think you have to reach the end of the season to get there. Now, if we don't trade them and we stand pat and we don't make any moves, um, like, I mean, any moves, there's a pretty oh, high chance that, that, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't see it either, but there's a pretty high chance we end up in, like, the 10th, 11th seed. And if we end up in the 11th seed, that means we didn't even get into the play-in. If Julius Randle's on this team, you don't make the play-in, he's not making it past the summertime. That's just my opinion. If he's still on his team and we don't make the play-in, at least, he's gone. Like, he has to be gone. And it's not his fault. It's just, And I'm not saying he, he needs to be at blame here. What I'm saying is he and some other pieces will need to be gone because clearly whatever is here isn't working. It's not working. And yeah. that's all I'm saying. Um, but is it time now to pack them up and ship them off? Nah. I can't say that, Lonnie. Not yet. Um, Izzy says it's hard to have have that hope. <laughs> Understand that. Um, uh, who else we got? Lonnie, Lonnie, back here. Lonnie's in here heavy today. What's going on, bro? <laughs> uh, his stat line for this year is best described in one word by one word: underwhelming. And anyway, I, I'm guessing you're talking about Julius Randle. Is it Julius Randle? I hope. Probably. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, let's see what else we got. What else we got? What else we got? I, I want to say underwhelming. Like, I feel like it's just growing pains. Like we, we have a new squad mm-hmm. and you know, everybody's trying to figure out where they, they fit. He's a star of the team and you know, he's, he's not playing hundred mm-hmm. percent well, but you have to understand he likes to have a team where he can dish the ball to and they can score. And so when they're not scoring, right. it, it makes him look worse. So, ah, I feel like there's a lot of adjustments that have to be made with with the with the team because remember we were uh, heavy defense first and then we kind of switched to not so much defense and a little more offense. Like right. we, we heard things like we're going to take more threes in games and and, and things like that. So right. the the makeup of the team changed. So I mean, when you have adjustments like that, and you can see he's he's obviously upset about something. Yeah. What? We don't know, but it, it could be anything. So I mean there's there's a lot of things to that goes into to what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. Um what let's see what the tune say. I saw a tune left there it is. Uh he said tell try state west. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, that is wild disrespectful. <laughs> That he's is not, wild. He's not worldwide no more, huh? He's not worldwide, huh? He's tri-state. That's wild. Um, <laughs> shout out, cuz. Um, but yeah, he said tells tri-state West Scary Perry and the Godfather Leon Rose to make a move for Randall 
Evan, and get a point guard over here. I think the only way you make a trade for uh, I'm gonna leave it up. If you if you trade Randall and Evan and you get a point guard over here, the only guy you're considering that's available for trade at this point is De'Aaron Fox. Would you make that trade for De'Aaron Fox? Hell yeah. But would the Kings make that trade? Hell no. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I would love for De'Aaron Fox to be here. I was a huge De'Aaron Fox fan, um, especially in college when he was busting Lonzo Ball ass every time they played each other. Um, I, I, I will, I've always been a big De'Aaron Fox fan, even though he's talked trash about the Knicks, but who the hell hasn't at this point? Um, but I don't know if Sacramento wants Julius that bad. Now, they do have a bunch of guards over there. They got Davion Mitchell. They got Tyrese Halliburton as well. Um, so it does – I mean, I'm sure they're listening to offers for De'Aaron Fox. But does Julius Randle tickle their fancy? Like, I don't I don't know if, like, yo, we want Julius. Like, I don't think there's anybody in the league like, yo, see what Julius is over here doing? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, or somebody looking at us like, yo, yeah, I don't want him. I ain't maybe, like Maybe Detroit. Well, I mean, that's well. We heard that we were in talks with him, talks with them, with for um, what's his name, the main guy, Jerry and Grant, Jeremy Grant, Jeremy Grant, Jeremy Grant. Um, so you know, maybe that could have been something that was going on. But uh, yeah, my point for this is I don't think that um, Sacramento wants Julius that bad. Now I think if if De'Aaron has behind the scenes voiced that he wants to be traded, that's a different story. That might end up, you know, better for for the Knicks in that situation. But if he says that he wants to be traded, I think there's more than just the Knicks that will be trying to get him. That might actually have better pieces than us. But um, I'd I'd love to trade Julius and Evan to get um, Darren Fox. But once again. The only thing about the and this is what I'm this is what I'm saying. I'm move on. I don't think that fit works. As much as we love the we would love De'Aaron Fox, a guard who plays primarily on ball and doesn't shoot well off ball is not going to work well with you with with RJ long term. Now they're both amazing talents, right? But they the difference. Like, all right, now if you look at Alfred Payton and Julie and, and RJ. The reason why they didn't work well together was because even though Alfred was the point guard, he had the ball in his hands all the time. He couldn't shoot. He couldn't really do much else or be effective. The reason why it was that, if you remember, the thing I hated the most about Alfred, Alfred Payton was the fact that he could get to the basket whenever he wanted, but he could never finish. Yeah. That is the opposite of what Darren Fox can do. So that that is the positive that Darren Fox could bring to this team, being able to get to the basket and finish. But then now you still have the same issue that we've always had with Mitch being here, with 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 RJ being here, and the paint clog. Now, if you're talking about adding someone who's shooting 20-something percent from the three-point line, he's clearly not someone who's hunting a three-point shot. So that's one more guy that's trying to get into the paint to get his buckets. I think a guy, and this is why I like quickly for the situation, or Grimes, mm-hmm. never know. Especially with Tibbs running as your 
I mean, if he's running Burks at point guard, anyone could be a point guard. But I just think that um, Darren Fox, as good as he is, I think there's just a fit. Yeah, you put talent on the team, the guys are going to get better. But I want to put talent on the team that's going to be able to lead to sustained success in the playoffs. That's just that's just me. Um, so either we stand pat, we wait for a better point guard out there, or we go and give Jalen Brunson $80 million. <laughs> So puts us in a, a nice little spot there. Um <clears throat> Let's see. Lonnie says he's seen the next phase in his leadership, but the curve is a lot steeper. He's talking mm-hmm. about Julius Randle. Mm-hmm. And because it's New York, the timeline is shorter. Odds mm-hmm. are against him, but if he rises from this and adjusts, spooky. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think if and if you are talking about Julius Randle, I think that's the best way to describe it. If he's ready to step into his next stage of leadership, which means I don't have to be the best player on this team. And I'm still going to do whatever I can to make this team better. That is what we need. And I think that is, like he says, spooky. That's very spooky for the situation because um, RJ and Julius together, when they're both rocking their problem, they can both give you 50, 60 in a night, like any given night. Mm-hmm. Um, the only problem that I have is just Julius's decision making at times can be a little slow. Um, last game versus the Clippers, Clippers, there was just some plays where he was just too late to to, to get rid of the ball off of a double team. Yes, and it's turning into turnovers. Yes, and it's just like you have to see that coming. There's no way you don't see that. Exactly. But it was back to back, so it was like, all right. So you saw it happen this time. Yeah, I get the ball back, and and you do the exact same thing. And, and it was just like, yo, it was the Atlanta um, playoff series all over again. Yes, frustrating. Just and and this is why I'm saying he's the most frustrating player because he's so talented. <laughs> but then he can turn around and make the boneheadest play yeah. you've ever seen. That's right, like, folks. He said boneheadest. Boneheadedest. <laughs> The boneheaded is playing, man. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it, you're, it's absolutely true, though. It's absolutely true. It's absolutely true. Um, I, I don't, <clears throat> I don't like, I don't like talking negatively about people online. That's not my style. Which is why a lot of times you, you guys see me shy away from like, even when you know I'm pissed off, I'll be like, yeah, this guy get on my nerves. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, this kind of stuff lingers online. They'll pick it up and they'll just, like, sling it all over the place. Now you're talking about, oh, he was talking trash with me. It's not that deep. Yeah. If I don't like something, I'm going to mention it. That's that, that simple. But you have to just be a little bit better at that kind of shit. Like, there's no way. It's like year three. Yeah. And you're still not. All right. But anyway, um, he's... He's ours for now. <laughs> He's ours. He's ours. Um, uh, as he said, the good fellow. I don't know why he said that, but that was funny. Um, he's not to blame, but because he's the leader, it falls on him. That's the perils of being a leader, especially yeah. in New York, bro. Like you can't, yeah. you can't come here and expect not to hear it when you mess up. 
they're going to let you hear it. The fans are going to let you hear it in the garden. Um, and, and they're not going to be scared. Like, and they'll tell you to get the hell out of here the moment you start feeling, showing any emotion toward them booing you or anything. Like they that. booing you. So then they're definitely not afraid to show you how they feel, man. No, they're not afraid at all. At home. Uh, <laughs> at home. Um, let's see. This year with the lack of defense is exposing Randall's lack of drive and hustle, especially when things aren't going his way. And that's, that's been my main thing with Julius. I think offensively, he's largely the same player that he was last year. Um, I think the only difference is uh, he's just not making the same crazy-ass shots he was making last year um, because that's the only difference offensively. He, he's taking the same shots. He's just missing them. A lot of those – I mean – even now, I mean, even even though now he's he's it's just more effort. Like you look, you saw in the second half tonight, he wasn't really taking shots. He was just looking for the right pass, and you know, cool. He gave up. He gave up a lot of open shots. He gave a lot of open shots up. And you're the best player on the team. I understand you want to make the best play, but we're better when you're playing aggressive. Yeah. Not not now. There was a a moment in the third where he and RJ were both getting me pissed. Like they were, they were pissing me off because they just started hunting for their own basket. They stopped looking to, to at their teammates, and it's like, bro, like this. It's like four straight plays you guys haven't scored, and the other team went down and scored. Like, come on, figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's let's just use our teammate, teammates. Um, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully he figures it out, man. There goes me being the optimist. No, he's not. Gotcha. Um. Lonnie says that can play defense, though they just choose to do it when it's too late. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. And he also said, "Good point, Rick." He seen he do seem mad about something for sure, for sure. Um, oh, you guys are going off in here, jeez, <laughs> my man, with the master plan, boneheadedness. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> Yes, I did. Yeah, everybody um, hashtag that on Twitter right now. Hashtag boneheadedness. The boneheadedness at all. And there's going to be a picture of Julius. He's going to be like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Um, Toon says, I'd rather see Mitch put up a three and airball like Bianco at least try. I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't, I don't want to see Mitch taking no threes right now. Like, that would, that actually would scare me. That that actually was scared the hell out of me. Anyway, um, let's get to to some more of these stats, um, before we get out of here. Um, what do we got? Let's 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 talk about. <clears throat> we really talked about the starting lineup, and uh, let's shout shout out to um to Brick Hands, my man Nerlens Noel. <laughs> he played well. He played well. He's, yo, like shout out to him, man. Like well, both he, games, both games. He came in. It seems like he put a little glue in his hands. Um, I mean, but f- more more than anything he does a lot of these plays where he's just hitting the ball out and i'm like yo if yes. that's what you're gonna do i love that you can do that because you clearly can't catch it so just hit it, like, <laughs> hit it towards the teammate that works yeah i love um that. 13 rebounds uh one assist two steals four points that not really looking for him he's one for one um oh for three from the free throw line i mean if he made one or two of those we would have probably still been in that game but <clears throat> he was only a negative one uh good game from uh Nerland's. Uh, Evan and Kemba, we kind of talked about them a little bit. What happened? I'm reading um, oh. <laughs> Toxic Big Fans comment. 
I didn't even see it yet. See, that's I got a blink. I have to put it on full screen so I can focus because I, yeah, I know if I have it up, I'm gonna start looking and laughing in the middle of you talking. So, uh, but keep keep it coming, chat. Keep it coming, chat. I'm gonna get back to you guys in a second. Um, <clears throat> uh, Grimes, man, he has to continue to play. I mean, we spoke about him a little bit. Four for six from the from the three point line. He was four for seven from the field. I guess he only took one shot inside the three point line, um, and missed it. But <laughs> I mean, listen, the guy can shoot. Um, and yeah, he's not he, afraid. He's not afraid, and more than anything, I mean, uh, let's let's shout out to the fact that he had the highest plus minus on the team. Yeah. Um, that's because when he goes out there, he's usually tasked with guarding the best guy. He they put him on Garland. They put him on everybody. Um, Defense, yep. The guy can play on both ends of the floor, and I'm sorry, quick, but that's going to get him a lot of playing time. It's going to get him a lot of playing time. Um, quick, quick don't mind. Come on. If you think quick don't mind, you don't know quick. <laughs> quick minds. <laughs> quick definitely minds. You can see. I think as any competitive um, basketball yeah. player, they you know they want minutes. So I, I mean, if, if unless you're Knox, so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shout, shout out to Kevin, man. Shout out to Kevin. Um, so yeah, Grimes, 12 points. I think he had 13 last night. Did he have 13 or was it was it the other night? He's been he's been uh, actually, I think last night he was kind of off. Um, but Grimes has been pretty consistent. Uh, you know he's gonna hit a shot even with, even when he's missing him. You know he's gonna hit a shot. Uh <clears throat> And he's going to play great defense. He makes the the, the smart pass. Um, that's one thing about Grimes that I don't think people know is that he actually played point guard in high school and going into college. So he has a lot of experience being a point guard. And he's not not like the the Russell Westbrook point guard where he's just going out there like dunking on everybody and he has the ball in his hand, so he's the point guard. Like Quentin Grimes was actually a point guard. Uh, so – he he's definitely gonna just need time to, to to spread his wings over here. Um, we talked about quickly, uh, quickly three points, one for ten from the field, one for six from three, six assists, uh, doing his thing there. Uh, hopefully he can get a shot going again. Taj Gibson, what can we say about Taj? Taj comes in comes in at six points, eight rebounds in eighteen minutes. Like, come on, bro. Like, you, you can't really yeah. be mad at Taj for anything. He's like he's like your, like the uncle. That always like comes through, like you know what I'm saying, like oh, what's going on, Tasha? I was always there. Um, and Obi, man, shout out to Obi. We finally got a big game from Obi. Yeah. Um, in 15 minutes, he. And here's the thing with Obi, it's clear he needs a point guard in order to be effective. Some people might say that's a detriment to him. Um, some people might say, what big man doesn't need a point guard? So, I mean, I think Obi kind of falls in the middle there. I think he – there was a few plays today where he just put the ball on the floor and attacked the basket. Yeah. Okay. There you go. That's all you need to do. 90% of the time, the guy's guarding you can't guard you, Obi. You can jump higher than them. You're probably faster than them. Yeah. Put the ball on the floor and go to the basket. That simple. You don't need an alley-oop to dunk it every single time. You don't need a fast break to dunk it. Look to get your points within the, fa- within, uh, the half-court offense. Um, and he did that today. He hit three threes. Yep. Not one, not two, but three. He was three for four from the field. An anomaly. We need to put this uh, <laughs> on the wall. 
because he's not going to shoot another three for Fortnite for the rest of the season. Sorry, but let's just be real. He's not going to do that, guys. I think the last time he hit three threes in the game was last year, if he if he ever did it before. Yeah. Early, early in the season. Yeah, so um, shout out to Obi. Uh, the shot fell today. Yeah. If you're game. going to be out there 97 minutes a game, you better hit one of them. So good. You know, that's that's what I want to see. 13 points, six rebounds. Um, I think he had a, a steal. Uh, and he had a, a terrible turnover, which resulted in I think a garland steal. Yeah. Which was just a bad timely one because I think we we're on like a run. I think we were on like a six, seven point run at that point. Yeah. Um, but it was fine because he Coach actually kept him in, and then he actually hit a three-pointer. Yeah, um, when he did that. So, uh, but that's that's pretty much it on the on the stats. I don't really have much else there, but um, let's let's see what these guys are talking about in this chat before we get on out of here. Um, <clears throat> let's see, let's see. <laughs> Yo, why are we paying Nerlens Noel? <laughs> <laughs> first of all i know joe loves that comment because joe was pissed the hell off when we signed early um but why are we paying him hopefully so he can be a good trade piece we gotta find i mean hopefully hopefully uh and maybe you said paying did you mean playing? Because Izzy said no Mitch. That's why. Maybe he meant to say playing. Nah, he definitely, he definitely said playing. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Let's see. Let's see. We got Jericho Sims. Nerl's Noel got hands like he pulled chicken out the grease with no tongue. Yeah, I really thought we were going to see Sims tonight. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I did. Nah, I did. Because I felt like it was a young, a young team. And he has young talent. I thought maybe he would throw him in there for a little bit with, um, you know, the second unit. But, you know. Because I figured, you know, Taj, older, even though he has that vet status and, you know, he, he still plays, makes the right decisions, I, I just still felt Sims would have made an appearance. I, I personally don't care for Sims. But um, I, I thought I thought tonight would have been one of those nights. I care for Sims. Like I think I think Sims should be playing. Like yeah, I mean I mean not over anybody, not over anybody, not um, over Taj. No, there's just certain things that Taj brings to the game that that Sims. If Sims played, how many minutes did Taj play tonight? Let's let's let me check that again. It Taj played minutes. He played 19 minutes. Jericho Sims out there for 19 minutes, we probably lose by 10. Not and the full, not the full, but like he should have came in maybe like did a five minute sit toward the end of oh uh, yeah quarter or something. I just think that Tom was trying to win this game like at every point. Like, yeah. So he just didn't have time to get him in there. That's probably really what it was. Um, but yeah, like we gotta start blowing some teams out. If we want to see Sims, we want to see uh Deuce, like. If we want to see these guys play, we got we got to start blowing some teams out. Yeah, they got to watch Westchester because that's the only time, and they they're killing the Westchester by the way. And they and are toxic. This 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 comment just still got me freaking crying on the end. Yeah, that's what I was laughing at earlier. Just by the way, 
<laughs> said pull chicken out the grease with no tongues. <laughs> Yo, that is mad painful. <laughs> like take 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 my strong hand. <laughs> Nah, not for nothing. That is crazy, bro. That's probably why he can't. He probably pulled mad chicken out the grease with no tongue. Um, Jose said, "Huh?" <laughs> I said it's only hot for a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Says Nerlens. Um, Randall had a dunk right down the middle and decides to do a double pump layup for the miss. <laughs> for the miss. For the um, miss. <laughs> Listen, man, like I said, the most frustrating player that has ever won a Knicks jersey. Outside of. There's quite a few. Outside of J.R. Smith, I'll say. Yeah, I'll say J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith was frustrating as hell. But it wasn't as frustrating because he wasn't your best player. You know what I'm saying? Right. Damn. Yeah, yeah, he's. Julius Randle is the most frustrating player because he just can't be the best player and be freaking frustrating. Um, uh, Joe says, did anybody see that second to last possession? Julius had the whole left side, one-on-one with Dean Wade, Cavs defense wasn't set, and Julius backs it out unless the Cavs get set. Like I said, it's just he's just a step slow yeah. mentally. I don't know what the hell be going on. Like, Julius just gets the ball. And it's like he starts thinking. And it's like, no, 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 no. Once you start doing that, it's over. Like, especially Julius, because he's not a thinker. He's an overthinker. Like, he's mm-hmm. going to think and then overthink. And it's like, damn, now four yeah, or five seconds just went by. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And now they're double teaming you. And that's probably what happens. He probably wakes up in like a daydream and then there's two people on him. And then by that time, it's like a turnover. <laughs> Could you imagine like having that problem on the court where you're like, mm-hmm. You start thinking, and you wake up, and there's like two people on you. <laughs> like, oh, that's probably it's <laughs> probably what happened. Um, uh, Izzy said, I think they saving Sims for the G League. Yeah, I mean, he, he's, I think he's the only two way deal. So, uh, it, it'd be only, it's only right. I keep hitting my mic here. Pardon me. Um, it's hard for me to watch quickly, man. He just be up there freestyling. <laughs> yeah. No rhyme or reason to what he's doing. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. When he's on, he's on. But when he's off, it's just like, what are you doing? Yo, that play where he came down the court, and I think there was how much time left in the clock, and he pulled like a 35-footer? Yeah. I said, quick, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) See, this is why Facebook don't. Nah, bro. Like, nah. You can't ban me because I said the F word, bro. This mad, like, slander all over Facebook that they be letting rock. You can't be mad at me because this dude takes a fucking 35 for the knees. But he was feeling it. Was, he wasn't. He was one for 10. He was <laughs> he feeling was. that shot, man. That's not a shot that that he he would have missed um, his first season, though, because he was taking those shots. We were talking about how um, during yeah. warm-ups he was taking shots from – uh, the free throw making it look uh, from the from half court making from it look logo, like, yeah. like a free throw shot. So I mean, what happened to that? I don't know, but that shot he was feeling. So I, I what mean, happened to it was quick one to be a point guard all of a sudden over the summer. He, he so declared. he stopped working on his jump shot. Like 
dog, just be a combo guard and be the best combo guard you can be. But like focus on being a starter, like get there first. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to be a point guard, bro. Like just get it, be a starter. But that's easy to say when when you have um, uh, Alfred Payton as a starting point guard. He was just like, all right, I get it. I want to be a point guard. So he was declaring it saying that's the position that I want. But he, there's no way he's going against all of these top point guards in the league. And the stuff that was, huh? He felt he could. He and he was on fire from from the, you know, from the play that he got. He was on fire. So why not? Why not think it? You could tell he was feeling hype. They had to. They had to tell him to chill out with all the celebrating and stuff like that. I'm telling you, he felt he could do it. Probably right about that. Just, just an observation. Probably right about that. I mean. I think that quickly has a lot to his development that needs to happen soon if he wants to ever be a starter. Um, and I think it's that it's that simple. He's like this close to being a starter, and he's like this close to like being a bench player for the rest of his career. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like like tonight, him playing extended minutes with the starters out there tonight, that's good in his resume. Mm-hmm. That's good in his resume. What doesn't look good in his resume is him going one for ten and them losing. Yeah. So this is what I'm saying. If you're going to be a manual quickly, be a manual quickly. Don't worry about being a point guard. Be a manual quickly. Don't shoot one for 10 and worry about the six assists. Oh, I can be a point guard. No one wants, to, wants you to be your point guard if you're getting six assists and you're one for 10 from the field. Because at that point, who are you? Alfred Payton. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so worry about being yourself. Score. Be effective. Um, I love the passes. But don't hunt for these assists. Go out there and be yourself. Take the dumb shots that you clearly you had the urge to take that dumb shot all game. Get it out the way early. Don't don't take it when we need to win the game. You know what I'm saying? And you were one for ten from the field, or one for nine at that point. But you know, man, I I just sometimes he drives me insane. Sometimes he does some great stuff. Um, instead of driving and possibly drawing a foul, he throws it out to RJ and RJ took that three. I wasn't mad at the RJ3, but then I was mad because I felt like RJ could have just drove it. But get the bucket, I, get the foul, win the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's just me. That's me. I feel like if you you catch it out there, they're clearly like they, they ran at you. That's that's not even you don't even he, he didn't even need to head fake that guy. Just run by him. Like you're not he's already the momentum's going this way. Just go that way. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's that simple. If if he could have just drove to the basket. Now, that's not to say. Now, to me, the lane was wide open. That doesn't mean that the helpers from the corner and from the paint weren't going to step up. But at that point, you could have got the foul. Yeah. But did we really want RJ at the free throw line? That's the other thing, yeah. So, But I still I still like that shot better I than Randall's like shot. shot. Way, way better let's, than Randall's shot. Let's talk about Randall's shot. All right, so <clears throat> the thing that pissed me off about his shot is the fact that he catches it, and it's like he wanted to look around for someone else to pass the ball to. And I don't I'm like, know, dude. I don't know what he was thinking on that last play. You and I'm not gonna blame him. It was a broken play. Whatever play they drew, the defense played great defense on that play, and they stopped it. But it does not matter. There was still 1.7 seconds on the clock at the point you caught the ball. Mm-hmm. And if you knew that before they blew the whistle and said, hey, your timeout is over, 
you wouldn't have just caught it and turned away from the basket. Like, people were saying, like, I was talking to some guys on, on Facebook about it. And they were like, yo, he's lefty. And I'm like, yo, they ran that exact same play for RJ. And it didn't matter. He ran toward the ball, caught it, and lifted. And he got lucky. Maybe that wouldn't happen for Julius, but maybe you get a foul. But turning away from the basket, like furthering yourself two more feet away from the basket, and then trying to throw up something that you exp- like. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what he was thinking. I, I just uh-uh. don't know what he was thinking. I don't know what he possibly could have been thinking. Now, I wasn't mad that he took the shot. I wasn't Ooh, mad that you. he was in the position to take the shot. I wasn't mad at anything else but the simple fact that you did not seem aware of how much time was on the clock. 1.7 seconds, you could have caught it and, and just went right up. But that's that's just it. That's just it. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, and Joe, Joe said it. He's I think he just caught it in the tough spot for a lefty. I mean, yo, bro, like, they like I said, they ran that same play for RJ. And if you really look at it, if you know you're a lefty and you know there's 1.7 seconds on the clock, we've all done the 3-2-1 drill coming up in our lifetime. Every single one of us, if you've ever picked up a basketball, you've done the three, two, one. There's no way you don't know how to catch a ball and get the, the ball off before the shot clock goes off. I mean, And, I mean, he's done it for us in the he's past. He's been there, yeah. He's done it for us even if he's missed it. You've put yourself in a position to take that shot plenty of times. But catching it and turning away at 1.7 seconds, like if you look at the RJ shot, that was the most awkward shot I've ever seen in my life. And he got lucky because he took an awkward-ass shot. But if he would have turned away from the basket, what do you think would have happened in that play? We would have been packing. Simple as that. So it's just sometimes you just got to be more aware of where you are on the floor, uh, who's around you. And it's the same reoccurring issue. Yeah. The shot clock, it's the same reoccurring issue with Julius, man. Like, how many times have we been, like, in a possession and it's like, oh, damn, there's five seconds left. And now Julius is trying to figure out what to do real quick. And it's like, yo, there's, what, what happened to the other 19 seconds? On the clock? <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, I think he was talking about quickly. Here, he took another dumb one at the end of the third quarter. I mean, he, he's, he's, he's been full of dumb ones recently. Um, and, and I really want IQ to figure it out because he's the perfect guy to put next to RJ if you're going to have him at point guard. Anybody else we bring in here is going to have the ball in their hands a lot, and it's not going to work. It's just, it's just that. Um, uh, Dre, shout out to Dre. Dre's in the building. He's he's in here with us. He said, "I wouldn't play Sims over anyone." I mean, I don't blame you. I don't. I don't blame you. Right now, I think. Um, and you know, at this point, we already know. I, I know what you're trying to say, Rick. Um, but yeah, Sims. Sims is. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's made some development that we haven't seen. He he hasn't played in a big squad for what a month now. I think no, actually, that's a lie. He played. Mm-mm. He hasn't played. Somebody was out and he played. I, I remember him playing. It had to be probably like two weeks ago, or like two three weeks ago. He played like one game. He was back to the G League. But it was like he played one game within the past like two months for the big squad, and it was like. The coach said, "I right, I've seen enough of you. You got a long way to go. Go ahead, stay down there and work on your game." But it's like every because, single because even when um, Taj and Mitch fouled out, Randall they... came in to play the five. So it's like 
Nah, nah, nah. They brought in freaking no. That yeah, Randall's already in, but they brought in Burks to play point. Like, what? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, what? And then they move Randall. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I I was like, damn. Now they gotta play Sims, and he did not come in. That's why I was just like, wow. Oh, right. they really had six <clears throat> six foot six RJ playing four over bringing OBN. Yeah. Even That's the crowd, everybody why? thought that they were bringing OB and they was excited. They were like, OB, OB. And they were like, uh, Burks. Hey. <laughs> they say, OB. <laughs> hey, Burks, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was just messed up. That's just, I don't know why they did him like that. And, um, Tune, you're right. I forgot. I forgot. Me and Dre oh, know the most frustrating guy. No, it's not. It's not. Neither one of our guys. He, we cannot stand Chris Duhon like that. I don't know, bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, yo, Joe. This is what I'm saying. Um, the kid. He said that kid ain't no starting point guard. If he's a starter, he's out there as a spot up shooter, and RJ is doing most of the ball handling. But even his jump shot is broken. But this is what I'm saying. This is the only situation where I see quickly as a starter. Mm-hmm. Is if he's next to a point forward, he cannot run anyone's offense. I'm just telling you what he probably thought. Listen, he was wrong. He <laughs> needs to, need to listen to everybody else that's telling him that he's wrong too. Because I think in his situation, the only way someone with that, and I've said it plenty of times, the only way someone with that style is a can be a starter is if you're either CJ McCollum or Damian Lillard because neither one of them are a traditional point guard. They're not going to set up your offense. The reason why Dame can be your point guard is because at this point he can get you 10 assists and 40 points if he really wants to. You know what I'm saying? But he's a scoring point guard. That's just that's just what Dame does. Um, it's a completely different thing. Like, well, I think someone like Dane would fit perfect with RJ because Dane can shoot off ball. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he doesn't need the ball in his hands to be productive. But would you take the ball out of his hands to put it in RJ's hands? No. But, you know, you, you see what I'm saying. I'm talking about style of play. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> no, see, but this is also what I was saying. They both caught it at the same – the inbound was from the same side. They both ran towards the ball the same way. But Julius caught it and turned to the right, away from the basket, and RJ caught it and turned to the left. I don't know, man. Maybe maybe I saw it wrong, but it just looked like Julius caught it and turned away instead of instinctually turning toward the basket. That's that's what it looked like to me. That's that's yeah, that's just what I saw. I don't know. Um, but yeah. Uh Wave, what's good, bro? What's going on? What's going on? Uh, let's see. Toxic says, "Like for real, why is Taj getting minutes over Sims?" It's it's the it's the IQ, bro. It's it's yeah. the there's it's not just oh he can run and jump. Like listen, if it's about athleticism, Tibbs is there. like Tim. I mean Tim's Sims is there. Mm-hmm. Like he's going to be out there. So is Obi. But, so is Obi. But it's not it's not about that all the time. I think the problem with Sims is he's really, really, really bad on defense. And it's not even close. Like he really is a a net minus defender because it's just whoever's guarding him, all they have to do is run a pick and roll. And it's that's it. He's gone. Like it's it's almost it's almost as bad. Not as bad, almost as bad 
as Enos Cantor when he was running mm-hmm. as the center over here. And all you have to do is just run and pick and roll with him, and it was like a turnstile, and he just kept spinning. And it's, you're at the basket, and he's still at the free throw line somehow. But but yeah, it's it's uh he's got a long way to go. I think he's going to be good though. I think especially with Tibbs as his as his head coach, he's not going to de- like develop bad habits. Um, so you know, I think he'll be fine. Um, Joe says IQ needs to read the tea leaves. I think he needs to read the tea leaves and either be okay with being just a backup or go with being a, a, a like head with just being a two. That's your to me, that's his best shot at being a starter. That's just my opinion. Quickly's best shot at being a starter is being a two guard. And that's the only reason why I've always wanted him to be a two guard because I don't think he's beating anyone at the point guard position on any team to be the starter at this point. So no pun intended. But you know, hopefully, you know, hopefully he figures it out. I don't I don't want him to his career to just fall away and wither away like it has been all over the place. A lot of guys. Uh if you're gonna play quickly, you gotta be prolific. He's not prolific. You're right. I mean like I said, the difference between him and Dane, Dane is prolific. Like hella prolific. You know what I'm saying? And and that's the that's the issue. Uh Chase Stack says tough laws. He said magic. What do you mean by magic? Do we play the magic? What's the schedule looking like? We play, well, we play Miami next. So we play Miami know. next. Play Miami next. Uh, what what did you mean by mag- uh, magic? My buy. Let me see. Uh, let's get the schedule up here real quick so we can get the hell on out of here. Uh, come on. All right, I'm not to do a touch screen because this is acting crazy. Um, schedule. All right, so we have. Rough the road. Miami Heat. Rough, 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 rough. Uh stretch of games here. You got the Miami Heat where they're just balling right now. I think they're offensively rated third in the league. So they're they're like firing all cylinders. Oh. They're doing their thing. Um Wabin. They said uh Magic maybe quickly could start um on Oh on the Magic. On the Magic. Yeah. Uh over Suggs? He was balling the other night. Yeah, not over Suggs. I mean, maybe as a two. Damn, who's who's their two? I thought Suggs was the two. Um, what's who's the other the guy's guy? name? Um, Cole Anthony. Oh yeah, Cole Anthony. Damn, nah, yo, quick isn't starting over there neither. Damn, bro, quick. Yo, and this is, <laughs> yo, no, but this is crazy because. When when you're a Nick fan, like we like bolster these guys up. Like right now, ninety percent of our fan base would be like, yeah, "I'm not trading quick." But if we're just looking at it, he's not starting anywhere else on anybody else's team. Like, how valuable is this guy? We're not giving him up, but then nobody wants him like that. Like, unless you're, you know, what I'm saying, like, we really got to reevaluate who we have on this team. And I'm not trying to, sh- you know, shit on quick because I love quick, but I just think. When you're just putting him against guys at his position, it's just I I just want I want him to be a two. I don't think it's a big deal if he's a two over a one. I just want him to be a starter. That's my goal. I think being a point guard, yeah, is the next step. Just, just be a starter. Um, yeah, this this next two that as Joe said, this this um you got Miami. Um, whew, wait. 
why the hell are we playing the Bucks away? But it's a 10 p.m. game. They're an Eastern Conference team. How does that make sense? I'm really lost. I, what the hell does that make sense? Uh, All right. Oh, well. That's going to be a late game. I guess you guys won't see us on Friday night. Maybe um, it has something to do with the Bucks schedule. Possibly. Either way, like I said, you guys won't see us. Yeah, we're not, we're not doing a show that night. It's not, it's not happening. Um, so yeah, we <laughs> we got Miami on Wednesday. Um, the Bucks on Friday. Maybe we do a pregame. I don't know. Depends on how I feel. Um, Kings on Monday. Who I think we can get a win versus the Kings. I think we can get a win versus them. That, that's so. we got to get a win versus them. The Grizzlies are on fire. Mm-hmm. But we can get away versus the Grizzlies. Let's be honest. Um, no one's gonna stop Ja. Ja's gonna be Ja. But yeah. I think you can beat that team if you just play solid defense, which has been a problem of ours. So anyway, um, the Los Angeles Lakers is a team I think we can beat. Mm. I mean, they have good players, but we've seen them time and time again this year lose to bad teams. I mean, teams are worse than us. When I say bad teams, I'm talking about teams worse than us. So I just, I just, because I can seriously say we're a bad team, but we ain't, we're, we're not team. great. We're not bad. We're literally middle of the pack. We're middle of the pack. We're middle of the pack. Once you're in that playing range, you're middle of the pack. Um, but yeah, I think we can still beat the Los Angeles Lakers. The only thing is we're playing them at their home. So that might be a little bit tough. And then we're playing the Utah Jazz in a game that will most likely result in a loss. So, no, nah, I'm just just being real. Hey. I'm just going to be real. We're not – nobody wins in Utah. Like, it's – what is their home record? I, I don't have the time for that. Anyway, they – um, <laughs> that's just – that's just to me, I, I think that within these next six games – all right, let's, let's do this. In the next six, how many are we winning? Two. Two. I mean, we we've we've done things like beat the um, Bucks before, so maybe three. Maybe three. See, what that's the thing with us. We mess around and beat the Bucks, but then lose to the Kings. Um. Uh, if I had to pick out of six, I'm gonna say three. We're gonna beat the two teams we should beat, which is the Sacramento Kings and the Grizzlies. Um. And I'm not saying the Grizzlies are a slouch, like I said. I thought you said Lakers. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. My bad. Lakers. We're going to beat the Lakers. We're going to beat the Kings. The I would yeah, that will that'll be the third game for me. I th- I'll say three and three. Um, Kings, Grizzlies, and Lakers. I think those are the three winnable games for us. Um, and I think that these guys don't. They really don't have to. Um, you know, shoot amazing to beat, especially a team like the Lakers um, or the Kings. You just really got to play solid defense and play team basketball. And that's a dub for you. So um, that's that's pretty much it. Let's uh, if you're here, please, if you're in the chat, if you came to watch, please hit that like button. Just pay us with a like. That's all we ask for. Um, send it to a friend. Get that subscribe going. Hit that bell so you're notified whenever we go live. Uh, let's see what else we have before we get out of here. Um, 
the national broadcast. I believe it's national broadcast. Key is to neutralize Jaron Jackson. Yeah, if 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 we can make sure Jaron doesn't get hot from three, um, that'll that'll you know that'll bode well for us. Uh, let's see. Izzy says we got to get that win tonight. Win against the Grizzlies. It's the day before my birthday. Oh yeah, shout out to the birthday. Oh yeah, I had a birthday the other day, guys. <laughs> but yeah, um, Saturday was my birthday. Um, I am the 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 wonderful thirty four years old. I'm getting a little closer to my cousin here. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm getting a little bit further away. <laughs> I'm getting a little bit further away. Uh, let's see. It's a prop. It's probably a nationally televised game. They've been moving weird games to weird times. Bulls and Nets had a nine thirty start a few weeks ago. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's why they're talking about our game with the um. Was it the the Bucks? Yeah. Why yeah. Is that yeah. 10? The, the, yeah. Why is that ten? Um, with AD back, Lakers isn't a guarantee. Listen, it's not nothing is though. I don't think any of these games are a guarantee, but I don't even think AD is a guarantee to play that game because <laughs> he's always going to be hurt. Like he might be out again by the time we play them, and that's only in what four games? One, two, three, four, five games. Yeah, it's, he has a lot of time to, to need a rest day in between there. Um. But yeah, let's 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 see that my man, my man, still Knicks fans. What's going on, bro? What's going on, bro? Shout out to you. And yes, appreciate you, appreciate you, appreciate you. Says what up to Rick? What up? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, he said NBA doing whatever for that cheddar, is he? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah man. You know they're gonna get their money. You're gonna, they're gonna get their money. Um, so yeah, man. That's pretty much all we got. We will see you guys. Um, what was what's the next game? It's on Wednesday. After that game versus the Heat, it'll most likely be a tough one to talk about. Let's just be real about that. <laughs> um, maybe not. You know, maybe not. Guaranteed. Maybe maybe we'll be here with all smiles, and I guarantee you that's the day that Dante is going to show Word. up and be all mad that we're here happy. Um, but yeah, that's that's all we got. You got anything else you want to say, Cuz? That's it for me, man. That's it. All right. Well. Thank you guys for tuning in to the God of Knicks podcast. I'm your boy, Paula Reed, Rick the Ruler. Andre Jalil is not here, but he uh, he will be he's here. here. He's, he's, he's here. He's here. He's right here. <laughs> he's right over there. You see him on the garden floor on the screen? He's right there. Um, but, yeah, that's, uh, that's all we got for you guys. And thank you all. Until next time. Peace.